So divination is purely using something as a gateway between you and spirits to connect with them and bring messages to people. Some people think they're getting the messages from their guides or their angels or from past loved ones, ancestors, or God himself, whichever you believe in. Hello, Rosie. How are you, my sweet dear? And it's not the case. Sorry. I mean, it can be, but that's not always the case. So, for instance, usually it is considered to be sort of like um, like a buffer in between. It is literally just a tool that can be used. Anything can be used. You can read with anything, literally. And um, you will be able to connect with spirits through said tool. Holy fucking blind. Excuse my language. So there are all different kinds of divination methods. And they're really fun. And no, you're not going to connect with a demon just because you are using tarot cards or a pendulum or a ghost box. It is purely just a tool. This tarot card is a piece of paper. And I'm using it as a way to read somebody. This has nothing to do with the spirit. I have something to do with the spirit. Not the cardboard, okay? So don't freak out. If you want to try a divination method, don't be scared. Don't be scared of it. So, for me, I like it because if you're doing a mediumship reading on someone, like a proper, like, you know, one-on-one, it can take you, like, 30 minutes. Or, like, I've used to do um, about four or five mediumship readings a night, for instance, about an hour each. And then I started doing tarot and could knock out about 30 readings in that same amount of time. See what I'm saying? So it's a quick, it's an extra tool that gives you extra information. So when you look at a tarot card, let's get one here. Okay, let's get a good one. Let's find a good one. Okay, here we go. We're going to get the devil. Just to be, just to be saucy. So you get a tarot card, right? And you can be reading somebody and getting all this beautiful information. But no two psychics are alike. So what I get, someone else may get something extremely different to add to it and blend and make a really beautiful reading. Which is why duels are really good when they work well together. Because then you're getting two sides of the story kind of thing. Now, it's kind of like what divination does. It gives you a whole other sort of branch of knowledge to add to your gifts already. So, for instance, you look at this guy, and the average person is going to say addiction. They're going to say something like, you know, addiction to food, having issues relying on other people, blah, 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 blah. But there's so much more to this card than what appears. So, this card is actually the card of Capricorn. So, this could just mean somebody who's born between December 21st and January 21st, roughly. And purely, that could be all it means. It could mean someone who needs to let go of codependency. It doesn't mean drugs, but it could be, you know, relationships that are codependent upon other people or other people upon you. It can also mean this person needs to be more free and frivolous. It can even mean they're pretty saucy in the bed sheets. <laughs> so take it for the cards around you. But 
when people read this card intuitively, you get all these different beautiful symbolisms, right, that you get from your own reading. But if you do justice by learning the card, then you get all this extra knowledge, too. And you're giving respect to the people who created these cards way, 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 way back that were found on Egyptian hieroglyphs. So even though it's a piece of cardboard, you connect your energy to it to pull it for the person. And there's information in this card that you would have never came up with. Or not as easily, anyways. So... When it comes to tarot cards, for instance, the only difference between a tarot card, a tarot deck, and an oracle, an oracle can be whatever you want it to be, okay? They all have themes. So themes could be like animals, angels, fairies, dragons, whatever you like. Um, I have some astrology ones. And there can be as many or as little as the author wants. And all they are is a picture with a message, okay? Usually built around that theme. So in this case, it's an animal deck. Now, tarot card is a set standard, okay? So there is 0 to 21 major arcana. There is ace to 10 plus page, knight, queen, king of four different suits, Knight, um, sorry, wands, swords, pentacles, and cups. Always. Any more, any less, it is not a tarot deck. Even if it says tarot, it is not a proper tarot deck by the original standards. But originally, it was literally just a card game called Trump. So, Triumph deck. So this didn't actually become a divination system until it came to France, which is why tarot is a French word, and when it came to France, then it became a divination system. So there's no demons behind it. It is literally like playing cards, and you can read playing cards, too. Playing cards are just like the tarot, minus the pages and the major arcana. It's the only difference. Okay, so then there's other different types of cards you can do, too, but those are the two I have here. Then we have pendulums, like Miss Monica uses, which I do not have mine because I sold it. This, I'll use this. This is one of my spirit animals. Okay. So a pendulum, and this is not one, but this will give you the idea, is usually something that's pointed at the end to keep things in a generalized fashion that will keep, like, you know, will keep it straight. So it's meant for weight. So it's weighted and it will go straight. So you'll notice a lot of times that even if it's a circle, there's usually a point on the end and it's to keep it going straight down, okay? And the idea behind it is you get it sitting still and you will go... Like, for instance, Monica will ask Rose if it's a good night to do readings, right? So I don't have a spirit, obviously, attached to my necklace, but I'll go, any of my spirit guides are nearby. Is mine? Would you let me know your answer for yes? And you literally try to keep your hand as still as possible and watch how it reacts. So it's, in my case, swinging to the left for yes. Okay, can you go back to center, please? Okay, spirit guides, can you show me the direction for no? 
goes. So it'll go to the right for me for no. And you can ask yes or no questions. This was used a lot of times in ancient past for pregnancy questions, things like that. So you could say, okay, we could do this. Okay, since I know Vitrina well enough. Is the man that Vitrina is in love with, is his name Bob? Nope, it's going to the right. So see, the spirits are like, you dumbass, that's not right. Okay, back to center, please. Always be respectful to your spirits. Is the man that Vitrina loves named Aaron? Oh, there it goes. Now it's going to the left for a yes. Ooh, look at that. Vitrina's in love. <laughs> and that is how pendulum works. Now, people are going to question it and go, is that right? Let me try again. Number one rule, you are not supposed to ask the same question more than once in a session, okay? Otherwise, you're asking for a wrong answer. you got to trust what you're given the first time, plain and simple. <sighs> okay, so then what else is there? So then we get the ghost boxes, right? Like, well, let's talk about this. In ancient times, and not that long ago, actually, people would read with anything, like I said, right? So you can read with straws. You can read with geomancy, which is old school medieval astrology, where I've helped locate missing children, missing pets, <coughs> that kind of thing. And it works pretty well. There's I Ching. And I Ching is done with coins, which I believe are sitting. Where are you, my I Chings? I have I Ching coins here somewhere. Usually they're always in my face and I can't find them when I want them, but they're little Chinese coins and you can use regular everyday um, quarters or whatever, just as long as there's three of the same ones and you shake them up like dice and how they land will create a divination for you. Then there is, people used to read entrails of animals, literally. They'd rip open a dead animal and read the entrails. And we think that's weird, but we do it every day in coffee cups and teacup tea readings. So if you want to do a teacup reading, I actually posted it on my page. But um, you can actually, you would want to use something muddy. A muddy coffee like turkey, like Turkish coffee is really good for doing teacup readings. But you can find divination books that will explain all this or even online for free. You can read malas with the little beads. So what you would do is you would post, you would pose your question with the mala in your hand. And the mala is just a certain set of beads that are used for prayer. So you can use a rosary as well if you want. And you would literally just take it and put your hand randomly on it and count. And if it's an even number when you count the amount of beads, then it's a yes. If it's an odd number, then it's a no. Simple as that. There's oculomancy, where you read the eyes. <laughs> and this is generally how you can do a psychic reading. And if you want to do it and you're afraid that you're going to judge someone based off their looks, then you literally get a picture of someone and cut their eyes out. Just crop the eyes out. That way you don't know if you're reading a male or female. It takes all the judgment away. And you're just reading the eyes. And this is usually where psychics will tell if you have gifts. Generally, not always. Then you have the aura. Where are we here? I'm looking 
where are we? We're opposite. <laughs> where it's reading literally the ethereal off of your body. So the energy source is off of your body. And you can see different colors. If you focus on an area that's white, try to stay still, you can see colors right there. See, there's yellow. And they emanate off different areas. So you can look up the colors and read people that way. Then there's the ghost box, which I wanted to show Vitrina. This one's cool. So this is very hard for some people to take, and some people get very scared of it, just as a warning. So you can buy hacked radios where what it would do is just go, it goes through different radio stations really quickly, okay? This is what it's doing. And usually it's backwards. And then it will pick up certain words. The spirit will manipulate it to speak through it. So if you hear a voice that's saying something very clear and audible, then it's a spirit because they wouldn't have the words in the right direction to say it. But they're sweeping through radio stations really quickly to get the words. You can also get ones that don't say anything and they're just the noise of the radio station. You can get ones that literally just speak. So let's see if I have that one. I think it's on my other one. And it's dead. Where is it here? Let's see if we have any on this. Oh, of course not. I have the exact same too. But you can have ones that literally will just randomly go bird, devil love james and it'll say random weird words and you're like and a lot of times it doesn't make sense but it's a fun way to try to do it and then let's see i'm going to actually show you guys the one i'm going to do you can buy these but there's apps so you can always try it in for free see if you like it I just learned how to tell aura colors the other night. Aw, cool. Yeah, that's, that's, hey, Natalie. Um, so let's see. I didn't even see it in there. I'm sorry, guys. Hi, Coco. Hi, Billy. I'm not seeing comments. So I'm not ignoring you. I'm literally just not seeing comments. So now I got my phone up. I'll see them. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully is the plan. So, Okay, so a ghost box, we'll do it on this phone, let's see if the volume's up, so we're going to turn it on, and what you do, it's so much fun, I have so much fun with this, <laughs> it's really noisy, okay, but I'm going to go, okay, I want one of my own, um, you could go, okay, if there are any spirits for any of the people that are in the chat room right now that I'm talking in, I would love for you to be able to come forward and say their name very clearly for me so we know it's them. Whoops. See how noisy it is? So this is a lot for a lot of people. 
people to handle. And you can slow them down or speed them up. But you get a lot of paranormal stuff from one of these boxes. They're really cool. Like, really, really cool. If you have the, like, audacity to be able to really stand it, it's amazing. Thanks, sweetie. Okay, so there's another one. This one's a good one. So this will allow you to see what it's like. Are you going to hear it? Probably not. Over the internet, you want to put it on your phone to try it, but it allows spirits to communicate through you that way, so it makes it a little bit more fun, and it's called a voice box or a ghost box, literally, that's what they're called. Now, hello, okay, so now I'm going to talk to you guys about automatic writing, so I, I mean, I take for granted the fact that, um... This is my life and has been since I, like, over almost 25 years. So, to me, I just know it. And I don't realize that a lot of people don't know it until they tell me otherwise. I just think you do. So, if you ever have questions about things like that to do with spirituality, don't be afraid to ask. Because it's my passion for a long time. It's my life. But we'll try some other ones, too, that some of you have probably heard of, some of you may not have, okay? So, if you're doing automatic writing, for instance, you just get a little notebook. I'm just writing in my dreams, so don't mind me. Give me a sec here. So, you just get a blank piece of paper, and I would suggest you just sort of try to sit in silence, you know, where you can try to connect with spirits, light a candle, light some incense, whatever makes you feel most comfortable. Hey, Violet. And then you just ask for them to come forward, and you literally, a lot of times they'll say use your opposite of your writing hand. So, even if you're omnidextrous, you use the one that you're least comfortable with. But the whole idea is to be able to just allow the spirits to talk through your writing. And it's going to look like a bunch of mumble-jumble BS, okay? It will, because it mostly is. But you can actually get some pretty cool messages through it, sometimes even names, and you won't even know that you're writing it. Now, this is another good technique if you're trying to learn to connect with spirits. You can just sort of draw... You know, just sort of gives you something to focus on because the idea is you're listening to the room noises and you're trying to listen beyond that, right? That which is right in front of your face. So sometimes just having something to sort of focus on like that, the feeling of the pen, helps you connect with spirits. That's why you'll see a lot of times they do that. Like I see someone who has like a gold watch. I think it was a work watch or something. That would have made them really proud. Something that this person would have had either from a job they retired from or given it as a gift, but they're really proud to have that watch. Could even just be something as simple as they couldn't afford nice things, so they had a nice watch. And it looks like the links are pretty thick on it, so I would say it's a male watch. This is someone who liked the outdoors a lot, even birds. 
like they would have watched the birds, if not fed birds outside in the yard. I think they would have been good with other animals too, even though they would have been grumpy and been like, get out of my yard. Really deep down, they would have liked it. And there you go. There's a mediumship reading starting right there, right? Well, that's my thing. I'm very all over the place in my thoughts. And anyone who says that they can get a completely clear mind for a long period of time is lying. So, hello, Kelly. Yeah, so to me, mindfulness is what it is. So you're not going to have a clear mind. You're not because you're human and you have a brain and your brain is snapping off in ways that we don't understand fully yet. But our brains are always working even when we're asleep. It's still doing its thing, right? So you're striving for mindfulness. So it's not like you're not thinking of things. You're thinking in the moment. So it's sort of like, I'm just going to listen to the sounds. So like, I can hear buzzing over there. It's probably my fridge. I can hear a car coming by. Listen to those noises, okay? And then just try to sort of listen to them in the background and see if there's anything beyond that. And that's where you start. Now, if you've been on my page and watched me do my classes on there, you do the same thing with spirits. If you don't see them very easily, look at this room, okay? My room's a mess. Look at the feeling, look at the vibe you get from this room, okay? And then you're going to start and just slowly watch how your body reacts to the changes. So we've got a corner here. So corner's a little bit darker. Psychologically, we're probably going to be like, oh, what's that? You know, it's going to feel a little different. And then you keep going. And you're just, you're just feeling how your body's going to change right there. There. There's a spirit standing right there. And it's actually a little boy because he's here all the time. And I don't know why the hell he thinks that it's okay to be out here. <laughs> I hope. So, no, um, people with gifts that are out in the open and using them, because we all have the ability... Um, tend to have the most sort of distracted brains out there because we're bringing in so much information at once, right? So you can sit here and listen. Let's see. There's the spirit right there. Why the hell is he out here? Okay. So, let's see. I know where my spirits are. Okay, so let's see here. Oh, what am I doing? You guys are my laptop. That's not going to work. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can find more spirits, okay? And we can test this. So just listen to the feeling in your body, okay? Yep. Usually for me, I'll feel that's how I feel. It just feels like a, ugh, just something changes in my body. And that's how I know something's, something's up. Okay, so nice thing about cheapy... Amazon, what do you call it, guys, is that we can move it around. Okay, so I'm going to see if I can get my hands straight here still. And this is my kitchen. Do not judge my dirty dishes unless you intend on coming to clean them. 
So what I want you to do, and I'm sorry that I'm moving around a little bit. Where's my hand? I want you to start off here. Okay, just look at the room in general. How do you feel when you see this room? It's bright. It's light. It's messy. It's a home, right? So it's what it is. So now I want you to start. I'm going to try to get my hand to stay still now. I want you to start in the corner. Where's my hand? I want you to start at one end of the room and slowly move across the room. Now realize where there's darker shadows. It's going to feel like there's spirits there. The energy is going to change because it's different, right? So just slowly move across and try to be discerning in the fact that, you know, certain things are going to create different feelings in a room. Like if there's like a giant clown in the corner, you'd be like, what the fuck is that? And then you just move your way around the room. I can tell you right now, there's a cat sitting on the heater. I just realized. Hi, Bubba. What are you doing? So where Rory's having his bath over there in the corner on the heater, if you go right in between Rory and the garbage can, there is a man standing right over there. I don't know if you guys can see my hand. Ink there. And there is another one right there. And there's one right about here. A little bit closer to me, though. More out of the room. And that is how you can slowly start trying to test yourself with seeing stuff. And that's kind of how you see an aura on a person. Like, I know it sounds weird, but if you can get a person to stay still, I always say get a black and white photo of somebody. But if you can get someone to sit still in front of a light color, like a light colored wall, you can see the aura. If you concentrate enough just on that one spot, there is pink and yellow right there. And sometimes you can even sense it. You're full of anxiety all the time. It's going to stay by the chair. Yep. Oh, geez. I thought I was nuts, but going to say it. But you know what? I'll tell you right now. Everybody who reads feels like a fraud. No one trusts themselves because we are human. And I said this to Vitrina earlier. We are we have human emotions. Or I didn't say it to you. I said it to your friend. We have human emotions and we have spiritual side of our emotions, right? And we're, the two are going to get jumbled up. It's just what it is. Because we are going with our instincts. And our instincts aren't always going to be 100% correct. But... The more confident you become in it and allowing yourself to say what you feel, you'll realize you're more right more often than you are wrong. And that's what people don't realize is trusting yourself because the one time you don't say that I see a giant fluffy bunny in the corner, there will be the time that person was missing their giant fluffy bunny or had one as a kid, a stuffed animal that they loved. So it may seem, hello, speaking of fluffy bunnies, so... That's the thing. What makes totally no sense to us means everything to somebody else. And if it doesn't mean something to them, then move along and on to the next. That just means that you had a bit of a, you know, human thought that came first. Right? Yes? Are we hugging? He likes to hug late at night. It's really annoying when I'm trying to do stuff. <laughs> this is Rory, a.k.a. Rorschach. He was first called Odin, but he's not, he's, he's wise in a, in a silly way, not in an Odin way, so...
see your messages. Yep, and then the ring will change color, exactly. So you'll also learn that spirits will give you, it's not the same for everybody, but they'll give you little decoding messages. So for instance, um, if I get a, if I get a, oh my God, if I get a chest pain on my right side, then that's the way a spirit's saying that there's a chest problem that isn't heart related. And if I get a thing where I feel like I need to go forward like this, that's how I know it's a stroke. Not everybody feels that. Are you saying hi? Being a big flirt. Yeah, you can't second guess it because you second guess it, you're gonna miss out every single time. You're gonna miss out on pivotal, pivotal messages. Oh, is it buffering for all of you guys too?
he will wake me up every two hours to eat. Every two hours. And he will get his food, because if he doesn't, he will rip the entire apartment apart. So I literally feed him, like, smidgens at a time. Yeah. Because this cat will eat an entire bag of cat food, puke it up, and then continue to eat it. Because that's, he's food aggressive, and it's really annoying. And now he's licking my back. I can feel it. What are you doing back there? Pets. The things we do. <laughs> All right. So, if you guys have any questions about spirituality that you want to know about, something that you've heard, must have been mine, it's fine now. Okay, good. Um, like, if you have any questions or concerns, there are no stupid questions, none at all, because the stupid part of it is when you don't ask. So, if you're worried that something is evil and you don't understand it, or you're worried that something's not real, then, then ask, because I'm happy to explain it. Yeah, his are really, really bad. Stinker's got really long toes, too. See? This is what he does in the middle of the night when he wants food. He'll start chewing on stuff. And it's just cardboard bag. Oh, you're going to the box, aren't you? You son of a bitch. Hi, Libby. No. Don't do it, dude. No. I will beat your ass. He's like, no, you won't. <laughs> the problem with my pets is I can sound like an ogre, and they know I'm a total, I'm a total mush, and I'll let them away with anything. Hey. I swear to God. Get. It. <laughs> His first beat a piece of cardboard on my cat. That's what I do. I'm not afraid to ask for sure. Okay, good. Uh-uh. I swear to God. I don't know how moms do it because I can barely handle my cat some days. My last cat? Breeze. Him? He's like a demon. Hello, darling. <laughs> so, I could try asking, or asking, I try answering some questions for you guys if you want. It's your turn for the litter box. That is one thing I love about Rory. Considering he was a stray, I've never had to worry about the litter box. The last guy would have accidents. Him? No. He's never done that. I don't know why. Hitting stuff out of my hand, or I get sharp, quick. My right side. What would that be? Well, I'll tell you in a second when I beat my cat. Hey! Sharp, quick pain in my right side. What would that be? 
Well, this is where you want to be discerning, okay? So I'm more critical, and I'm not going to go spiritual first. I'm going to go physical, and then you go spiritual. That's how I do it. So if you're going to, if you're going to say with your case, look to see if you have an issue like fibromyalgia, because I'm telling you, I will get pains that will literally, or like pokes, or just even jerks, that I will literally, I've taken a piece of bread in a grocery store lineup and threw it at the grocery store cashier. Hi. So now he loves me again because I fed him. But that's things you got to look for, okay? So look to rule out the normal every day first. Because this is the biggest problem in spirituality. People go right to ghosts. Now, it could be. Oh, for God's sakes. Well, get up there if you're going. So it could very well be spirits. But be ready to sort of, you know, narrow everything else at first. Now, I've had spirits where... You have to understand, if they're trying to get your attention, like my cat is, if they're trying to get your attention, they're trying to break through a barrier that is different than ours, right? So it takes a lot of force. So when they're trying to grab your arm just to, like, get your attention, it may hurt you, but they're not intentionally trying to hurt you. It's just that it's the force it takes to get through. Along with lupus. Oh, God, honey, lupus is terrible. I'm so sorry. Not to say that fibro isn't, but that's horrible. Yeah. And have both? No, thank you. So, so for instance, it could be a spirit. Like, I had a friend's grandpa was always like, he was an old Italian man. He'd be like, listen, you, I want, I want you to listen to me. You're not listening to me. And he grabbed my elbow, almost, like my arm, my elbow, and, like, kind of shake it. But it hurt. It hurt me, but he didn't mean it like that. It's just he didn't know because he's trying to be forceful because he doesn't know how much it's going to take to actually affect me. But um, so what I would do, if you notice that pain, right, happening or whatever that sensation, say to the spirits, go, if it's the spirit and you're trying to get a hold of me, I know you're here, but you're actually hurting me. And I'm not going to help you if you're going to hurt me. Usually, they're people, right? You got to talk to them like people. And if dear old grandpa or grandma knew that they were hurting you, they'd be devastated. They don't realize. They don't want to do that. So just tell them, go, go, you know, I appreciate that you want to come to me, but you got to do it in a better way because you're hurting me this way. It's too much. I'm too sensitive to it. And a lot of times they'll just go, oh, okay, and then do something else. Let's see. Especially when you have lupus that, depending on the type, can attack different organs and stuff as well. It can most definitely have put your body or the nerves in your body into shock a little bit. Which is how I ended up with fibro. So I have an illness that could have caused that. But definitely talk to the spirits. Even if you think it could be lupus or fibro, still talk to them. So it's really important to do that. Because a lot of times, like when we see spirits that are like a black 
shadow, you know, a lot of times it's just a person and it's how we're able to see it because that's where we're at in our abilities or it's just how they come across because it's a lot of energy to come forward sometimes for some of them, right? So you have to think they're coming from a totally different dimension to us and trying to make themselves seen in our way. So she's your cousin. Aww. Now, if you guys want to find something really cool, okay, so you know how rose quartz, all all crystals have a meaning behind them, right? Like, rose quartz is good for self-love, that kind of thing. Both types. Oh, honey, I'm sorry, that's awful. So, um, you can actually tune. So, say you're missing a loved one, or say you're having anxiety, okay? Let's see. And it doesn't have to be a stone. Don't worry about it being a stone. But pick a piece of jewelry, something that you have on you all the time that you really love. And I want you to get it out, okay? So I'm going to use this. This is my little my little snail. And he represents the feminine spiral. But anyways, so this is who I'm going to use. It chose to attack my heart. Oh, that's awful. I mean, any organ is, but that's scary because you're way too damn young for it. Okay, there you go. So, say you want to use it, not just for protection, because, you know, protection's all fine and dandy, but why is it going to protect you? Who says? Did you read it in a book somewhere? Just because some hokey spiritual person told you that it's for protection, how do you know it is? You don't, right? You don't really know. You don't dig up a rock and go, oh, I feel protection out of this. You have protection. You feel protected out of it because someone told you that's what it's for. And when you picked it up, you felt that resonating energy with it, right? And that's not a bad thing. We all do it. So this is how you're going to do it. So what you want to do when it comes to anything you have that's spiritual, if you want to intone it, attune it with something that you like, you're going to do it with your energy. Not any natural energy. You're going to put yours in it because that's stronger. Okay, so what you can do, so say you want, for instance, okay, a woman came to my house for a reading. She lost her husband and she wore his wedding ring around her neck and she couldn't feel her husband around her and it made her really sad so what she did was I told her I'm like hold this in your hand okay I want you to take whatever piece you want I don't care what it is and I want you to hold it in your hand like this and whatever feeling or emotion you want whether it's the feeling you get when you think of somebody that you've lost and loved or you want the feeling of protection you want the feeling of happiness or an anxiety reliever I want you just to hold it in your hand and imagine how that feels to be calm, save as for anxiety. Think of being calm, relaxed. You don't feel happy, you don't feel sad, you don't feel stressed, you're just relaxed. And you're going to tune that. And you can do that with any crystal because crystals have their properties. But you can add to it by having your own energy put into it as well. Let's see. Hello, Alexandra. I was told that I have a few gifts that will develop. 
What's the number one thing I can do to get started? I know I have good intuition, like I'm also an empath. Hi, sweetie. Um, well, empaths are the number one thing everyone will be told they are because you're empathetic. Unless you're Charles Manson, you have empathy, right? So you have that feeling. So a person who has empathic abilities not only is going to naturally be able to pick up what other people are thinking, but they'll be affected by it so badly that it becomes their own and they can't discern the difference. Number one thing you need to learn if you have that issue is to be an asshole. And I'm not saying don't start swearing at people because you see someone who's sad and grieving and go, F you. But go, you know what? You have to look at it from a biased perspective, an unbiased perspective. So, for instance, I, I think the world of Vitrina. If she's sad, I'm going to feel sad because I care about her. But if someone I don't know feels sad, I'm going to feel bad for them. But I'm not going to feel it because I'm going to block it. I don't want it. It's not my problem. It's not that I don't care and that I don't have empathy for the person, because I do. I can't even imagine. But I'm not going to carry that weight for them because it's not my problem. And that's where you have to be stern with yourself. The so number one advice is to learn to put your walls up. And I know it sounds terrible, but you need to learn to hold your space and own it. So when we're in a live with Monica and she's feeling spirits around her, oh, hell no. Like, it's, I don't, nope. And I just think, you know what? I know the spirits are going through a lot, but if they're climbing on her, get the F off her. And that's instantly why when I'm dealing with the spirits in her space and clearing them for her, I just instantly am like, you know what? If you can't respect Monica, back off can't respect it back off and that's just what it is it's not that i don't care that spirits want to connect with people but they have to put her respect first and if they don't do that that's not my problem my problem is monica the person i care about who's my friend right so you still have empathy for them but you build that barrier of assertiveness with spirits because they are people and you still deserve even though they deserve a level of respect it doesn't mean they can walk all over you either Yep. And I'm telling you, it is the number one thing I teach kids is to get your guard up and own your space. It is your space. It is your home. And you have a host of spirits in your home that are there for you, your protection. They love you and want nothing more than your most well-being. Okay? That's what they're there for. Whether it's your ancestors, I don't care if you call them angels, guides, I don't care what you call them. The spirits that are around you on a regular basis are there because they love you and want the best for you. So if you're not happy in a space because you feel uncomfortable, instantly go, okay, you know what, guys? I need you right now. You got you to gotta clear this shit out. And you just tell the spirits around you that you don't feel comfortable with, go, look. It's nothing against you. I'm not comfortable. You're not respecting my space. Now you got to go. And that's just how it is. You enforce it. Are there ones that are going to push your boundaries? Yes. Just like there's people in real life. But I'm not going to let some random person walk in my front door and start dawdling around my kitchen, right? So why am I going to let a spirit do it? 
you got to own your space. It's your space. You allow in who you allow in, and you kick out who is not respecting you and your space. Plain and simple, just like you would if it was a regular person. How? You tell them, get, excuse my language, you tell them, get the fuck out. So, usually sage, a lot of people use sage, okay? White sage. It works, not every time. And it is a little bit of a slap in the face if you have Native American culture in you because it is not made for you. And I don't mean that rudely because I don't know who's Native American who's not. I don't really care who is, to be honest with you. It's no disrespect. It's just not the point. The fact is that people of Native American origin grow sage, for instance, right? And they grow this stuff with prayers and intention from their ancestors. And then you're using it as like a slap in the face to cleanse your home. So lots of people still do it. But it's not really that nice to do that. It's common, but you shouldn't do it. I don't think you should. It's personal to me. Now, they have a thing called Palo Santos, which looks like a little stick. And it smells really good. It smells like a really light incense, kind of like a mix of incense candle kind of smell. Same idea. You light it. You can find them on Amazon. It's just a little stick for like eight bucks. You get like a pack of them. You get it smoking. And you make sure every corner of your space so you go up and sort of swish it up into the corners down and around behind the furniture you know up and around behind the chair under the chair and you go anything that is not here for my highest good you get the f out and you get the f out now you're not welcome here you get the f out you get the f out now my god my guides my ancestors god angels whoever you believe in if they're not here for my highest good get them out get them out right now and you start at the back of your house and go in every closet, every cupboard, nook and cranny you can think of right up as high as the ceiling as you can get. And you work your way to the front door. And you're ushering that energy out. If it's really bad energy, you can take some salt. And without breaking the line of salt, you can take that and put it in the windowsills and the doors, the doorways. And literally make sure it's a complete line, not broken, and do the same thing. So it'll close them from once you're done cleaning the room, then you do the line of salt and then they can't get back in. like an old sailor <laughs> my grandpa would be proud he is an old sailor yep it's really hard um when i grew up it's really weird um when i grew up there's a lot of i got bullied a lot but i never felt the need to conform because i always felt like they were always knew who i was anyway so they knew i was faking it so i just never did it so i continued to wear my nirvana t-shirts and baggy pants and I always liked nature and animals more. I didn't like people because people were mean. And I built a wall up in the sense of guarding myself away from them, my heart, because I assumed if they were around me, it's because they were going to do something. So, to me, and then when I got older, you know, you have to learn to break your boundaries because the thing is we're raised, for instance, like this, okay, you're raised to treat your elders with respect, right? But what do you do if you see a person who's older than you beating on their child? Are you not going to step in and go, wait, 
that's where your morals supersede that rule, right? You know that that's morally wrong to see that person, even though they're older than you and you're taught to treat them with respect, you know that you have to push that boundary aside and go talk to them and say something to them. Or in my case, I'd want to beat the shit out of them, but you know. (laughs) So you have to think of it like that. Just because it's something we were learned, like we're learned to open up to people and not, not care. But when I come to someone with my, say, heartache of something that's bothering me, I'm, I don't want it on your shoulders. I don't want you to feel the pain I feel. I just need a friend to talk to. I want you to care, but I don't want you to take it on. So it doesn't mean you don't care any less. It just means that you're taking care of yourself. Aww. I use age because my sister is so negative. <laughs> I mean, I've done I've done uh, cleansings after people been here, and really great people. I just didn't like it. Sometimes it just I don't like their like their cologne. Men can pour on the cologne sometimes, and it's gross. So I'll like I'll like cleanse them out of there. But there's other things like there's so many different things. But it's funny you'll see things like cedar. And you'll see them all over Pinterest, you know, where they'll be like, oh, there's all these different types of cleansings. A lot of those types of cleansing things will actually attract spirits. They don't detract them. So you want something. (coughs) Is if you're a reader or a light, because everyone can read. It's just a matter of opening yourself up to it. But when you open yourself up to it, you're like a lighthouse in the fog, right? So they're going to come to you. You just want to get what, get rid of the crappy ones. But sometimes when you do um, certain things, do your research, right? Research everything because you'll, you'll have one and realize you're attracting even more spirits. When my anxiety got that bad, I literally just walked away from people. I just have to go, I love you, but my, I can't handle it for my health's sake. And go, I love you, and I want to be there for you, but I just can't. Because, like, my sister, my sister's my heart. So no one can get me like my sister can. And if she's upset, I'll swear I'm right in the situation with her, and, like, I'll get anxiety, and I'll be, like, freaking out worse than she is by the end of it. She's just retelling me the story. And sometimes I'll just have to go, look, I love you. I need you to breathe for a few minutes and just relax. And, like, i got to calm myself down as well as her. And usually, you know what I do? I can't do it on here because we're on Facebook. I turn on my favorite music from when I was little. Like, I used to love Moni Moni by Billy Idol. I turn that stuff on, or Footloose, and I start busting a move. Literally, right in the spot. The quickest way to change your mood is through music. And if you get something that gets you going... You're going to change your mood. And it really it really does work faster than meditation does. Meditation is nice and calming. But, uh, yeah. And even when you're meditating, like, people are like, I can't meditate. Yes, you can. Because unless you're a Buddhist monk or some sort of yogi in India, you're, you're not going to be able to keep a 100% clear mind. You have a working brain. The idea is that you just sit there and you're trying to be present. So, say all of a sudden you'll see, like, a big ugly fish in your face. And you'll go, okay, there's a fish. And then all of a sudden, five minutes later, go by and you realize you're thinking about your grocery list. And then you're like, nope, okay, 
okay, back, I'm in the present moment. And then all of a sudden you see your neighbor's kid in your mind. And all of a sudden you're off thinking about something totally different. You're going to do it nonstop. But as long as you just keep swiping it, when you realize you do and just go, okay, I did it again, back to present. You feel it helps mental health, physical health, spiritual health. Like I'm telling you, my physical health problems hundred times better when I meditate. I love music. Yep. Honestly, it really does. Okay, see, what was that right there? I know I've been known to run off the bad spirit energy from other people on occasion. Well, you know what? Okay, this is the thing that's huge for me. Um, I used to have a friend who wanted to love a guy to love her. And she would go to this place in Texas where she lived and get this lady at a spell shop to do a love spell on her or on them okay now i'm not saying you should do love spells i'm not saying that but if you want to energetically put something out there whether it's a new car new job happiness losing weight a boyfriend who cares what it is no one's energy or emotions are going to be more wrapped up in it than your own so having someone that you don't even know Put that energy out there for you they're not gonna have that same feeling you are they're not because they're not you they don't care it's not their thing so they can go through the ritual of whatever you know lighting the candles and placing the stones in certain spots but the energy is not going to go anywhere for someone who works with energy in general i'm telling you right now if you want happiness for instance in your life you need to emanate that extreme like say you love this person and you're like you know what i i want to be with this person and um and they love me and we've just got to figure out a way to make our relationship work say you're having relationship issues right and you're married you can light a candle and candles colors are only symbolic you can use any candle color any stone you want it's just certain ones are regulated to certain things because they psychologically attach our feelings in that direction so it helps kind of like in a placebo effect to keep us focused so say you get your red candle out for marriage and your wedding rings and you go you know what our marriage is going to work it's going to work and you just pour your emotions into that candle and go i love billy bob with his one front tooth and you know whatever (laughs) and like just pour your heart out into it that is when energy comes out and comes back to you that is the kind of energy you want so if you really desire something put that desire out there because just pour your heart into it because that's how you make changes happen with energy